No, don't put me in that. I feel sick. Welcome, welcome, and welcome again to the show. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am the Rule Keith, also known as his squeezy, fluffy toyness, or a fist. A fist? No, ha fist. <laughs> ha fist. His fluffy, squeezy toyness. Ah, okay, um, ha fist. I thought that was some reference to something else, but okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on very swiftly. Yeah. Flinging wide the flashes Mac of information. It's time <laughs> to expose the news with El Presidente. Ooh. Ooh. Doctor News. Woo. We finally have air dates for the waters of Mars in the UK and the US. Mm-hmm. According to one David Tennant, who? who? I think he used to play the doctor at some point. Um. Uh, uh on the ITV TV programme, GMTV. Don't what? know why. Yeah, <laughs> That's ITV. a bit of a mouthful. Too many TVs in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he revealed that The Waters of Mars in the UK will premiere on Sunday, Sunday, that Sunday, Ooh. the 15th of November 2009 on BBC One. Is that a Sunday? It's a Sunday. Okay. Probably BBC HD 2, though, you didn't say that. On Sunday. Yeah. Not Tuesday. Not Tuesday. <laughs> but no transmission time has yet been announced. Except Not on Sunday. Sunday or any other time. Whereas the poor Americans... On BBC America, they will not get it until over a month later, Ooh. on the 19th of December, 2009. For their Christmas present. They get it at 9pm, though. Ah. They will be a bit tired it. Yep, yep, yep. Is December the 19th a Sunday? It is a Saturday. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but they haven't got the bleed next factor. <laughs> not at 9pm, anyway. No. Sarah Jane Adventures oh, yeah. has been given a tenant boost. <laughs> David Tennant's appearance. She's almost, hitting the bottle, is she? <laughs> yeah. David Tennant's appearance almost doubled the average overnight viewing figures for the show. Ooh. Thursday's episode scored 1.3 million viewers. Blimey. Friday's got 1.1 million. Mm. Uh, this compares to viewing so far this season of 0.6 million, 0.7, 0.6, and 0.8 million. Oh. But even those would double what the what. The CBBC shows were usually getting in a similar time slot. Mm. Three times usual. Yeah. Both episodes have also been riding high in the BBC iPlayer Services top 10 most popular downloads as well. And the final figures are likely to have a hefty shift upwards thanks to those who recorded the show. Mm. Mm. That's very well, good. News. Mm, that's encouraging, that is. Mm. I presume that's better than last year, I don't know. Very likely. Mm. Isn't it in an earlier time slot now? Well, I have no idea. I've never watched None at all. Watch no, my work. I, I think it's shuffled <laughs> forward by about half an hour, and that's affected the viewing figures Oh, really? downwards. Yeah, I'd expect it would. Except in this case, where it's gone. Already, I believe, season four is in pre-production, though, isn't it? Oh, that's, that's a, I know at that's least one okay. writer is already attached to that's do a 60-minute special. It's a quick turnaround. A 60-minute special? Hmm, I, I expect children to sit still for that long. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know, they might. 
Being Human is to get a, a facelift like a couple of other programmes. A facelift. And is, and is going American. Oh. Yes. Mm. So yes. it's going to be cancelled after one season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, live and hope. American version anyway. America is to get its own version of the cult BBC3 smash hit. Siffy, or to you and me, sci-fi. Siffy. Well, it's, yeah. I still say it's sci-fi. Spelt traditionally, not You're a traitor. (laughs) Has ordered 13 episodes of the show about the house-sharing ghost, werewolf and vampire, which it plans to launch in the summer of autumn 2010. As a companion... The summer of autumn 2010? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Things will be very different in the next Summer or autumn. Summer or autumn of 2010. As a companion to its show Sanctuary, which also features a vampire and a werewolf, but no ghost yet. Well, could be soon. I've heard about the latest revelation. Yeah, yeah. No ghost yet. Yet. A few years back, the BBC showed Siffy, or Sci-Fi as it was back then, (laughs) the script for the pilot for the British series, hoping to get the US network to come on board as a co-founder, but the deal fell through. Mm. It turned out great, as we can now do an American version, said Sci-Fi president David Howie. Oh, sorry, Siffy president David Howie. We've always been keen on vampires and werewolves, and we love the originality of being human. So let's copy it. The fact that the fantastical creatures in it are very strong, accessible and charming. Harry also <laughs> said that the Siffy version will not just be... Slavishly replicate the British version. What, like Life on Mars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't expect that to do too well, I, I suspect. No. Why, why do they do that? I don't know. They're so bereft of ideas. Yeah, so it's simple desperation. Yeah. So if anybody gets an idea, other people will mm-hmm. leap on it. The Roger Rabbit sequel. Apparently oh, there is going to be a Roger Rabbit sequel. Did mm. we need a sequel? God, no, no not 22 that. 22 years too late. Director Robert Zemeckis has revealed to MTV.com that there are serious plans for a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. In fact, there's a script underway being penned by the writers of the original. Isn't Bob Hoskins dead? No, no, he is still with us. Oh, right. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> the director seemed very excited about the project, infused by the possibilities of the new technology that's being developed in the meantime. That's all the important bit, the technology, not the script. Mm, no, yeah. technology. technology. He must have been having a, uh, a meal with George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The throat of Lucas. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was I saying about lack of originality uh, and yeah. 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 ideas? So, Do you think the voices will have aged? <laughs> like Jessica Rabbit and... I don't know. I don't know. Can cartoons age? You see, that's the question. That's the yeah, but their voice, voice actors can. I, I bet the guy who does Roger Rabbit sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, well, it was all put on, wasn't it? I don't yeah. think that's his real voice. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Jessica Rabbit's probably aged about 40 years, so she's probably been around a bit. 40 years? (laughs) She's had a hard life. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I meant to say 20. (laughs) Friends can do that to you. Any other news? V seems to be in trouble. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, ABC's new version of 80s V programme. The network had planned to have a big promotion uh, generating giant red Vs above 26 US landmarks multiple times a day using skywriting planes. Oh, excellent. Yes. Unfortunately, someone from Disney, the parent company, has recently vowed to cut carbon emissions (laughs) in half by 2012, so that's gone straight out the window. (laughs) Oh, Sam. (laughs) This is how it was out with that problem. It turn up, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's a yeah. Well, sorry, they didn't think that through very well. He promised to do it by 2012. If they'd gone up tomorrow and did all their Vs in the air yeah. and then stopped doing it, that's cut the carbon, <laughs> carbon emissions carbon straight emission. away. It is, yeah, you're right. Something I must point out, and for anyone who's read the uh, Arthur C. Clarke novel, uh, Childhood's End... Nope, yeah. not yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been on your shelf? Uh, a few years. Mm. <laughs> well, it's been dusted now. The opening scenes of V and the opening chapters of um, Childhood's End are very similar with giant spaceships appearing over cities of the Earth. Mm. Mm. Yes. When was Childhood's End written? About 19... Was it 1958? Mm. When was V written? 1983. So that's later then. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't rip off Independence Day. No, 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 no. If you steal from one person, that's uh, plagiarism. If you steal from lots of people, that's called research. <laughs> but Arthur C. Clarke is only one man. Next. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Any other news? Just one slight concern about David Tennant, as well as saying... He's leaving. As well as now saying he's jealous of Matt Smith. He he seems to have delusions of uh, grandeur. He's likened being being the Doctor to being the President of the United States. Oh, David. has said, I, I will always expect when I see him future to be referred to as the Doctor. Yeah, yeah well, that, that works, you know. I think every we call, other... Should we call him Mr. Doctor the or is just doctor? doctor? I mean, every other actor has been Doctor. How, how yeah. soon will it be before he punches someone in the face because he's so fed up with people running up to him going, Doctor! Like Tom Baker. (laughs) But he's slightly deranged. He's okay, he's over it now. He He punches people in the face anyway. (laughs) But does David Tennant think that one day somebody will have the head of Tennant? It's got to be done. It's got to be done. (laughs) Sorry, I just went to a happy place. (laughs) Not that one. No, you're thinking of Peter Davison. No, I'm not. Any more news? Just one other thing. Gene, God. (laughs) Just a a slight concern for the Who fan in your life. Maybe in need of a bit of cash for Christmas. God, always. Because coming DVD-wise in the first part of next year, you've got The King's Demons, Planet of Fire, Curse of Peladon, Monster of Peladon, The Complete Specials, Blu-ray and Normal, or if you've already bought two of the specials, just Waters of Mars and the two end specials, The Myth and Legend Box, so that's Time Monster, Underworld and Nymon, The Mask of Mandaragora, and Time of the Rani. Is that January? That's January through March. Oh my God. Plus, you'll be putting your hand in your pocket for the non-limited edition Key to Time re-release in a few days. Mm, I think I might wait six months for that to come mm. down in price, price to come down. so yeah, yeah. start clearing your bookcases everyone but El Presidente has only just cleared his bookcase That's and yeah. put it all back well, I've just just occurred to me we what? have to review all of those mm, yes. oh, do we yeah. no don't <laughs> <laughs> we finished with the news now certainly looks that way I, I have no news alright then let's talk about Doctor Who Doctor Who mm. what's that can't we talk about Sarah Jane alright oh, then <laughs> Now, did everybody watch the last Sarah Jane adventure? Pointing doesn't help, Keith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh, called lying. Why is my chin getting very itchy? <laughs> <laughs> right, Crumbly hasn't watched it, but he's had a very swift filling in. As t- <laughs> As twere. <laughs> By Jean. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you 
watch. I'm saying nothing. Um, <laughs> do we need to talk about the two episodes before? The Mad Woman in the Attic. We didn't cover it. Oh, well, I didn't see those. Didn't see the Mad Woman in the Attic. No, so I didn't. didn't. So you didn't see John Pertwee and Tom Baker on the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's true. Do tell. It was full of doctorly goodness. Oh, oh good. I shall have to watch that. By virtue of a flash back and a flash forward. Oh, yes. Far too much flashing for a Upscale children's program. To HD flashbacks. Ooh. Oh. Tell us about it then. Well, there are flashbacks. Uh, <laughs> Tell us about Flashback. the plot. <laughs> well, there was a plot. It starts off in, what, 2059, I think, isn't it? Don't tell me Sarah Jane's still knocking around. <laughs> no, but Rani is. There's an old <laughs> mad woman in an attic. <laughs> now, I assume she'd be played by her mother, but no, they got another actress in. Some, somebody even older. Mm-hmm. Why is she mad? Because all her friends have gone. Oh, mm. Luke's gone. Yes. Clyde's gone. gone. Yep. Sarah, what, Sarah Jane's long gone. <laughs> I mean, she's about Gone. 95 at the moment. So. so she's looking back at the events that uh, culminated in her friend's disappearance. Ah. Mm. And then you flash back to 2009. Mm-hmm. We see poor Rani is upset with the others for not including her. She's feeling like an outsider. And it's all Maria's fault. Yes. Why? Because she's a cow who left and went to America. <laughs> and basically. I can understand and, that. Okay. And Rani's upset because they're all talking about Maria and not about her, you know, teenage girl. Rani's yeah. a needy well, little cow. <laughs> <laughs> Deserves a slap and needs to pull herself together. So she storms off to her old friend down on the coast somewhere. Who's conveniently sent her an email involving aliens. Yes, of course. Well, <laughs> she do. To a haunted fun fair. Ooh. Well, Scooby-Doo kind of. land! Scooby, yeah. <laughs> Possessed people are on the rides. Ooh. Well, did you actually watch this or was it an episode of Scooby-Doo you were watching? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see Velma in there. <laughs> How do you know they're Possessed got red eyes and blank face not enjoying the rides at all which is inexplicable well that could be you on a fun fair ride (laughs) I've seen you go out yeah you went on the big one at Blackpool and fell asleep (laughs) and this was the day after it crashed (laughs) anyway (laughs) and so the fun fair's run by um, mad old man no yep slightly mad old caretaker Mm -hmm. being played by Brian Miller Elizabeth Slayton's husband yes Ah. Who looks a lot older than she does. So Isn't he sure actually about ten years older than he her? He might be. Yeah. I think he's probably actually younger than oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a picture of he's him. He's drunk in the deep of the cup of life. Pardon? <laughs> <And> Sorry. <laughs> and they're guarding this slightly weird, or he's guarding a slightly weird, red-faced alien yes. girl who becomes friends with Rani. Yep. Eve, I think was her name. Mm. Yes. I take it then it's a, a Rani-centric episode. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, the gang chase after her. Eventually, yeah. Down to the coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Eve's ship, which also seems to have to have a red face um, yes. he's able to grant wishes and he's time sensitive and, and so is the girl in fact yeah and so she shows people their futures okay and one thing leads to another and unfortunately Rani accidentally wishes that yeah the gang, the gang would disappear or go away or... and so they disappear from eternity <gasps> leaving her a mad old woman in the attic well then why yeah. was she in the attic wondering where her friends had gone <laughs> did she not remember oh she knew ah. but she was just, it just so upset mad. about it 50 odd uh, years later did she have mm-hmm. cats not that I could tell Oh. She seemed to be entertaining teenage boys that broke yeah, in. Yeah, she's turned into in. Jacqueline Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did she smell funny, darling? <laughs> 
<laughs> so how did they? How did she get them back? Anyway, it turns out the boy who broke in and was talking to her about this past event was actually the son of the girl, <laughs> Eve, with the red face, the alien girl, the alien girl <laughs> uh-huh. who ran off with Rani's friend, the boy, in the spaceship at the end of the story. I'm lost. <laughs> it all made sense at the end because oh, okay. the attic had red eyes as well. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. And he was able to put things back right, like you did with your but, books. Yes. But along the way, we got a nice meaty flashback of Sarah Jane and through the ages, yeah, through the ages, and also into the future, showing the TARDIS pitching up in the attic, yeah, and the door opening, and you almost seeing the Doctor, but not quite. Oh, unless so you close. paused it right at that moment, and then it might have been his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I did pause it. You've you done that, haven't you? Couldn't you? see his what face. Else could it have been? <laughs> no, but Adam did. I did. I wanted to be framed sure. by frame. It wasn't some kind of setup that isn't the Doctor coming but, out, but, but it, yeah, it clearly was. Why else have high definition? True, uh, true. Than this to is stop true. and see a fingernail of David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was really good. I thought the stronger than the the uh, Jadoon one. I thought the red-faced alien girl was was very good. The actress, the, she was quite believably possessed. Man, <laughs> girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very expressive eyes, but red I, eyes. Something online pair of eyes. I read suggested that perhaps this. Oh, they mentioned the time war. Sorry, it's oh, I'm not going to mention the reason this girl and her crash spaceship. We didn't mention the crash spaceship. You did under the beach. Mentioned, you, mentioned mentioned, the, yeah. you mentioned the spaceship. You didn't mention it was. It crashed. had a red face under the beach. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, she was a refugee from the Time War. Oh, um, right. There were inference that her race had been exterminated. So yes. the Doctor's bragging that only him and one Dalek survived the Time War was a load of rubbish, really. Well, they well, they were already had the Gelf. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say people mm. are popping up all over the place. As, as they weren't you, combatants; they were just collateral damage. Yeah, because mm. they were time sensitive. You see, oh, yeah. fair and enough. and indeed, someone online I saw suggested that maybe this race were the Gelf as well, or you know, could be mm. similar mm. type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. And of course, the fan gene insists that everything must be linked. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it all ended happily and they went home but Sarah Jane looked a bit worried about the Doctor coming back oh and K-9 oh K-9 yes K-9 returned yes well I noticed that he was out of the attic so the spaceship needed to be powered by something conveniently it ran on black holes that's convenient so Sarah Jane had a convenient black hole used her wrist thing spoke to Mr Smith he spoke to K-9 used the black hole freed K-9 from his little job and Mr Smith was not best pleased he did seem a bit Sarky towards poor K9. I don't know what K9 had done to deserve. Are that. you back now? <laughs> that went on into the next yeah, story. Watching, didn't watching it? the episode recall, there was a little bit of spatette going on. Yeah. Between. What's up with that? Incidentally, two? you said that the flash forward was to what is it? 2050? 2059, same year as Waters of Mars. Ah. Mm-hmm. But of course, in the end, that never happened. But it's interesting to note that this Australian K9, yeah. I think, is set around about 2050. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. It's also quite interesting to note that. Canines suddenly become available to appear in the Sarah Jane Adventures yeah. <laughs> when when Disney XD are launching the the Canine yeah, series. I don't know how they worked mm-hmm. it out. But no. 2059 is obvious because it's 50 years in the future yeah, from now. Yeah. So I can't be certain if it's 2059, but 2050 seems familiar to me. It's okay. definitely the water on Mars. It is, but there was though, no it? linking at all to water on Mars that we could see. Mm. It just her in just, her attic. Yeah. There's a lot of water next to the beach. I think, I think you're reaching, but Gene, I think you're reaching. That's the sea. <laughs> 2059, I'll be 90. You'll be dead. Yeah, quite probably. Love a how old will I be? stuffed and sort of mechanicised. Put in the corner. Nah. Mm. I'm going to feed you to the cats. 
Why will you click? Because I'm a mechanical now, you see. What, are you mechanical <laughs> from the 1930s? <laughs> you steampunk or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's retro. It's in fashion now. You no, see. it's going to be like punk. that um, walking, talking model of uh, Abraham Lincoln that climbs, climbs stairs in Disneyland. What? <laughs> Is that real? Play with your toe. Don't remember seeing that. But... <laughs> Do you get to shoot it in, though? <laughs> yeah, we can knock his top hat off. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving rapidly on. <laughs> the wedding of Sarah Jane Smith. Aww. Mm. With and much anticipated return of everyone's favourite character, Caleb? the trickster. Oh. <laughs> Third outing. Third outing for the trickster. Depending if you count turn left and stuff like that, we didn't actually see it. Well, that, that was part of the trickster's brigade, so that doesn't really yeah, count. Maybe. One of the pantheon of discord. Yes. L- little bits further, the legend or the, the mythos around the trickster is clicking into place. I He's noticed. creepy, that trickster, though. <laughs> Doing like no eyes. What's all that about? <laughs> pervy as well. <laughs> a bit what? He's a bit pervy. Why is he a bit pervy? He's a bit sneery and a bit pervy. You're not too sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be enjoying himself too much. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a maybe, trickster. Maybe you have to be one to know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Moving rapidly on. Do we need to fill the plot in for this? I, mean, I think the... we should quickly... Okay. There's not too much plot to it. Okay. Sarah's acting rather strange. The kiddies are naturally suspicious. Yep. The- uh, theoring that, as usual, she's been possessed by something. Well, <laughs> shows how much they trust her, well, yes. It turns out she's actually on a date with Nigel Havers. Mm-hmm. Now, here's your first clue, because he's played a bit of a cad before. Yes. A bounder. I a total bounder. Yeah. A chancer, uh, even. I thought he was a perfectly respectable doctor. Nope. He's a cad. When, when has Sarah Jane yeah. been possessed? Every other episode in the classic series I mean she's been possessed by something whether it's a Sontaran I mean sort of a giant spider on her back she's been turned into a robot has I mean, she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes yeah yeah what was she turned into pulled the android in oh yeah then. cool that's that's where face falls off that's yeah. it yeah. Yeah. I mean, she rolls down yet another <laughs> moderately <laughs> steep incline slope, slope of moderate inconvenience yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course not forgetting Eldrad must live of no. course no. <laughs> which he didn't it's anyway and the hand of fear and oh. things like that <laughs> Finished? Somebody bound and gag him and thrown <laughs> in the corner. Just was his was she possessed no. in the five doctors? Did she get away with it? I she think she wasn't, but she didn't stumble down the ultimate slope of moderate <laughs> inconvenience. Yeah. There was a big, big sort of, uh, well, actually quite small tuft of ground that she <laughs> yes. tripped over. She plummeted oh, right, yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nigel Havers gives her an engagement ring after proposing marriage. Oh. Bounder. Very sweet. <laughs> uh, ring glows red and Sarah is suddenly very suggestive. No, she's not. She's very open to suggestions. Sorry, not getting any longer. better. Hey. Here's, here's a shovel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Stop it. Her age, um, too. <laughs> she announces to everyone that Aww. she's getting married the following week. All very quick, but, you know, at their age, you've got to yep. take it while you can. Oh, yeah. True, true. <laughs> Could be dead tomorrow. Could be. At least she knew a good florist across the road. Well, she oh, did, yeah. yeah. And what was those, those flowers that he bought? They were so big... clearly plastic. Yeah. Pulled them from his sleeve. He does. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah. day of the wedding arrives. What it's a very nice shut up. Very nice manor house type thing. Yep. She's dressed in white, which I found extremely dubious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Harry Sullivan might have had a thing to say about that. I think yeah. he might do. Just oh, as girl. they're about to say I do, they are taken, I think, out of time by the trickster. Mm-hmm. Yes. But who appears? He does. They're Oof. trapped in one second. They Ooh. are. It's very uh, sapphire and steel. Yeah. But just before that happens. <laughs> 
the TARDIS, which has been trying to materialise all episode with people barely even noticing, appears. And the lovely David Tennant runs out overacting as usual and halts <laughs> yeah. the wedding yeah right at that crucial moment just where doesn't have impediment. any objections yeah of course he timed it perfectly <laughs> stop the wedding uh turns out that um poor nigel havers wasn't as much of a cad as we thought he oh. merely tripped and fallen down the stairs and at the moment of his death the trickster had appeared and basically offered him life because the trickster oh well yes because <laughs> the trickster wanted sarah jane out of the picture and to do that for some reason meant Marrying her off. Uh, <laughs> marrying her off, hypnotise her and get her to give up all her... Uh... We're, we're happy yeah. wedding bliss. Ah. Is there such a thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that to come. <laughs> um, anyway, so what happened after that? God knows. Oh, yes. Very much like the end of Father's Day, the mm. Doctor realises yes. that um, Nigel Havers... What, she gets run over? No. Oh. Nigel Havers has to do the decent thing and lay down his life ah. and turn into a duck. Because he is he is already dead, <laughs> and he initially is is not very receptive to this. As it's quite understandable, a bit, bit fine, isn't it? Really? Mm, it is a bit, but eventually he does the decent thing, and <laughs> with a bit of help from Clyde, who had become infused with Archeron energy because he touched the TARDIS, mm-hmm. the trickster is defeated, and they all live happily ever after, except Nigel Havers, who was dead anyway. Yeah, doesn't live <laughs> anywhere ever again. Yeah. Wow. So that's a very 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 brief summary yeah. of what mm-hmm. plot there was mm-hmm. it was nice to see so many of old Sarah Jane's friends packing out the congregation yeah. uh, oh, yeah. there like the brigadier in Peru, Peru. Back in again Peru. yeah was, Harry, was he mentioned Harry wasn't mentioned not a mention oh. Mike Yates obviously Blimey. busy in Peru <laughs> Benton flogging <laughs> cars somewhere in Peru, in Peru. <laughs> well, you, you got uh, you thought a nephew would have turned uh, up her right? hairdresser and uh, her, her editor her editor <laughs> were pointed out to us yes mm. but it is a shame they couldn't at least she, get the brigadier back just yeah. for a really short cameo or something yeah. she's mm. a bit of a knobby no mate isn't she yeah. <laughs> but then if he were back then you'd have to explain why he wasn't involved in the yeah, action you would, later you would on. expect mm-hmm. him yeah. to be involved you, would, so. you wouldn't expect him to be disappeared with the rest yeah. of the, the and at, really as for Harry Benton and Yates you've got to remember the audience level it's aimed for the kids and they wouldn't necessarily know who these people are and you're, mm. you're wasting story time introducing them mind you if they, to, they could just be, they there, just in be the there in the background yeah mm-hmm. loitering it's not as if any of them could ever mm-hmm. act sure. <laughs> and one of them's dead so you know <laughs> well in my case would definitely, definitely be loitering so. <laughs> <laughs> again with all the kids around that's a bad one if he survives the hornet's nest anyway. <laughs> this is true I thought that David Tennant's uh, introduction was quite late in the story. Presumably they didn't have him for both episodes. Yeah, because it it really wasn't in episode one. He was at the cliffhanger. Yeah, he was the cliffhanger for episode one, basically. Ah. They had him for a week. Yeah. The same week that the actor who plays Luke was doing his GCSEs. But no, they just ploughed on. Never mind the kids' (laughs) education. (laughs) (laughs) No, what do they know? That's what night school's for. Cool. Yeah, is he only 16? I'm surprised. He's the only one who's anything remotely close to his uh, age he's acting. The thing is, he looks it though he's got that yeah, Clyde, innocent Clyde's little baby the, face in the 20s somewhere because apparently he's off around the back having a fag through half of the recording it's Mike Gates again <laughs> <laughs> that was him this time stop it Rani the actress playing Rani's 18 or 19 I mean to she's be honest 35 if, to be honest if the 11th Doctor pitches up you know <laughs> oh, really, it's going to be really, uh, no. so close in age mm, yeah, going to be yeah. considered fair game <laughs> oh stop it <laughs> did anyone enjoy it yeah, I enjoyed right. it yeah on the whole I thought it was a good little romp was it Doctor Who 
Mm. No. So Sarah Jane Adventures. <laughs> if you took the Sarah Jane Adventures credits off and put Who credits on, was it yes, Doctor Who? I would call it a Doctor Who, but it would have been a, a Doctor Light. Mm, Doctor yeah, Light. exactly. I'd call Definitely. it a Children in Need, actually. The way he was, um, I can do this, but I can only do it with your help. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it would have been a bit naff if he'd turned up and saved the day and the principal cast had just mm, sort of watched yeah. him and gone, well done, Doctor, well done. Yeah. A bit naff either way, I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it was for the kids. Yeah, I thought exactly. the pacing was a bit slow, generally. Yeah. On, Not much story happened in those two episodes. On the second really. viewing, it did strike me as a little bit slow. Yeah. Yeah, well, the way in the middle, all of a sudden, it just got that circle thing in the middle and said buffering. I just <laughs> didn't see how that progressed the plot at all. The trickster for you. Uh, uh, and do we think we'll be seeing the trickster again in any form? I, I, I hope well, so. Yes. Could all, he... I think he's probably the best. Once a season job. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the best Sapphire and Still villain. The Sapphire mm. and Still with that come. He's the best Sarah Jane Adventures villain. Mm. Uh, so he's going to be popping up again. Could he sure. step up to the main program? Oh, I, that's what I mean. I, I really hope he does. I doubt it. I'm God, surprised they mentioned him even in, uh, in Turn Left. Has he got the face for primetime BBC One? <laughs> well, I'm glad they, the they did improve the mask a bit. Yeah. Probably with CGI. But in the previous season, on the big screen, even though it was upscaled, you could really see the holes for his eyes. Mm. There's lots and lots of little pinpricks. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's very obvious. It wasn't so bad this time. There's a couple of scenes where it's it, just in shadow. You can just about make them out. But when it's full on, it was uh, covered over. I also like the references to the history Time Lord, the only one who's held the key to time. Yeah, people are making a lot of this. And a little reference Mm. to the future. Yeah. Meeting, uh, you're going to be going to the gate. Mm. And then you had the white and the black versions of him. People are thinking Guardian. Possibly. Certainly one of him is the angel when he ever appeared when Nigel Havers was there. Mm. And then you've got his normal black costume when anybody else saw him. Please don't Mm. mention the black Guardian. (laughs) I have visions of Valentine Dial with a dead crow on his head. (laughs) So, yeah. Maybe it is setting up the Guardians to be back in Doctor Who, I don't know. Mm. It was nice to have a bit of Doctor Who back on the new Who. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. been quite a long time. Yes. Not in no. in our wide-ranging not, experience not of Hiatai <laughs> and <laughs> what have you, but for the for the, for the the target audience, yeah. the, the young'uns, it's probably been a, a fair old time since Easter. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a positive lifetime. Well, we're going to have a whole load of new tenant stuff in a short space of about two months, aren't we? We're going to have yeah. three specials. Yeah. We've got whatever the third project... Dreamland. Yeah, Sarah Jane Adventures, obviously. I think we get his Hamlet at Christmas as well. Yeah, mm. sometime over Christmas. Mm. It's going to be long. Mm, <laughs> very much so. two, I'm sure. Yeah. Has it got Patrick Stewart in it? It has. Yeah. Mm. I've seen him in his Speedos. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, we know you've touched his elbow. What's <laughs> <laughs> just the elbow? <laughs> don't think he'll be in his speedos in Hamlet. You don't remember, remember that scene. But it's <laughs> a new modern take on it. Yeah. Well, yes, it is, actually. If Hamlet can wear a beanie hat... Yeah, exactly. that's it. Claudius can wear his speedos, why not? <laughs> Start a new trend. Shakespeare in the bathtub. Can we move on rapidly before it descends into any further plurality? Canine and Mr Smith. Oh, oh that yeah, got yeah. positively yes. bitchy, didn't What's it? What's going on there? Oh, it's like, me, me, mum, no, me, mum. It's me. wheel envy. Yeah, yeah. Wheel Mr envy. Smith can't move around again. Uh, Oh, well, yeah. I, I do believe that K9 had this same relationship with the TARDIS. Yeah, bitchy. Yeah. So it's K9. Yeah, I think it's K9. Could be. Shove him back in the black hole. <laughs> it does <laughs> leave a problem, though. If you've got two smart supercomputers. Super well, it's the same trouble they had on Red Dwarf, because you had Crichton and Holly. Yes, and Holly got written out. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. K9 will go back in some black hole or they'll, other. They'll lose him. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other analogy I could use? Um, Orac and um, Zen in yeah. Lake 7. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. as from, from the review that 
that I read in the monthly, K9 is still as, how can I put it, the prop is still as versatile and usable as it used to be. I noticed when he yeah. was moving out the door, it was all so obviously speeded mm. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did look rather awkward. Yeah. yeah, so I think they'll probably lose him in another black hole as soon as possible. Uh. The way he trundled towards the curb and just stopped <laughs> shouting at things. Yeah, well, okay. from, from the bedroom, engage hover mode. Yeah. He stopped at the curb shouting. He just, he trundled across the road very awkwardly, bumped into the curb and just... Stop. Stop. <laughs> you make him sound like a Soho drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So give him a bottle of cider and... Do not look at me, I am not here. <laughs> Some nice attempts of humour, though, with K-9. Yeah. Right? Trying to disguise the fact that he's a super-intelligent robot yeah. from Nigel Havers. <laughs> so he's a toy. A toy, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had a thought. The You know the package that... The little uh, monster with yeah. the eyes. Did anyone else think that that was going to be a Time Beetle trickster mm, episode? No. 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 Just me then. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I didn't know it was a trickster episode, you see. Not, not at that point. It looked like the polymorph from Red Dwarf. Mm. One of the uh, various forms it took. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of slug with eyes. It was very CGI, wasn't it? Wasn't it, it was, just. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. Back to the sort of CGI levels of the Bane. You could have had a stick underneath it and a hand oh, moving no. it along. It was... <laughs> oh no, I'm just thinking of the hand in the chair in the Pyramids of Mars. <laughs> Not quite that bad. Alright, so should anyone over the age of eight watch Sarah Jane? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> should anyone actually skive off work because Sarah Jane's on? Probably not. No, I mean, you can video edge and DVR edge and iPlayer edge. A bit torrented, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's quite adult themes, a lot of it, really. Yeah, it's actually quite intelligent but for children's for, TV. I've got to admit, for this one, for an out-and-out kids show, an out-and-out yeah, yeah, children's yeah. show, this one I did find emotional. Yeah. Quite sad so. at the yeah. end. I, I, I found that with the previous one, too, actually. The Mad Woman in the Attic, I thought, was, uh, had a nice emotional ending to it. I shall have to watch yeah. The Mad Woman in the Attic, because mm. that's going to be me one day. <laughs> Certainly, uh, One day? <laughs> Shut up. <Ooh. laughs> As kids' TV goes, not that I watch any of it. Yeah. Oh, you're I imagine... a Teletubbies fan. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Teletubbies movie. Oh, God. TV. I just thought born of Satan. Those things are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stick you can pull in with it. Ranting off. I've just thought in the Mad Woman in the Attic. Did we have a terrible Zodin reference? Zodin reference. There was a Zodin reference, and they look like the thimbles. Apparently, <laughs> I think you better put a link on for anyone who <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's got a children. Thimble. It's another kid's problem. Oh, is that that stripey... The stripey yeah, thing. The one. Yeah, when With I... the nose and the ears. Yeah, when I wasn't very well, I figured out. <laughs> and they were making sense, so I figured I still wasn't feeling well and turned them off again. Hallucination. <laughs> and they bounce around and sing, don't they? They do. Yeah, that and was... There's a mole, <laughs> there's a mole and an underground <laughs> library. I'm sure Stephen uh, Moffat's involved uh, somewhere. You should say no, and she'll think she was hallucinating. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so you get off easy. When my kids were little, it was the Teletubbies. <laughs> They're still going. Oh, God, well, are they? Really is is Nunu yeah. still in it? You mean K9? <laughs> the one who makes the tubby toast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nunu, okay. I'm only saying this once. The Nunu is a K9. That underground Teletubby lair is far bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, <laughs> and there is a central console going on. And You're if, right about that. And <laughs> if you run the credits at the right speed, you can get it to match the 82 thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm told. Far you, too you much have, time. Yeah, far <laughs> too much time. When, when you wind the Teletubby theme backward, you... <laughs> The doctor. Oh Lord! Die. I worry about you. Look at your toe and smile. There you go. Happy face. 
And this is Tennant's last, well, so far, so last far. Uh, yeah. recorded bit La- as the Doctor. Yeah, last oh. recorded line was... It was a very yeah, we do, deep... Should we do it all together? <laughs> very deep line, wasn't it? Follow me, you two spit spot. What a way to go out. <sighs> well, it's better than carrot juice, carrot juice, carrot juice. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Do you think they handed him his P45 straight after that line? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. It's the last line of the sixth doctor. Bus uh, to London over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Colin Baker. Maybe Make ketchup, ketchup and mashed potato, potato be upon him. him. Oh, speaking of doctors, we haven't said hello to the uh, head of Pertwee yet. <gasps> oh, hello, hello, head of Pertwee! He didn't watch the Sarah Jane Adventure. No, he's looking bemused at us. Yeah. I think it's the talk of the Teletubbies that have done it. I and think because he didn't get any money for the previous story. Yeah, it'll be ah. after residuals, won't he? He's got no pockets. He's staring very... He's got a mouth. At real Keith. He is, isn't yeah. he? It's rather worrying. Mm-hmm. He's giving you the eye. <laughs> Better than the nose. <laughs> mm, yeah. He needs a dust, by the way. He's looking mm. a little worse for wear. A bit moth eaten. Yeah. Uh, that's better. Isn't Dear listeners, we have our very own Jean with her escape pod discs. Okay, so Doctor Who and all the spin-offs, um, because a poor episode of Doctor Who is usually a cut above pretty much anything else. Time rush. <laughs> <laughs> usually. Okay, all of Blake 7 and all of Babylon 5, all of Star Cops, but I'll only watch the Chris Boucher episodes. <laughs> Life on Mars, Nashes to Ashes, Space 1999, but only Series 1. Uh-huh. Yes. The Sopranos, Damages, ER... And all of G-Force Battle of the Planets. But only (laughs) four. (laughs) Only only for the... uh, What were the two robots? Rover 1, Rover 7, Zark 7. And the other thing, any Stephen Polyakov drama, Shooting the Past, Perfect Strangers, The Lost Prince, stuff like that. Quality TV for when I'm in a moderately highbrow mood. Okay, films. Anything directed by Steven Soderbergh. Traffic, Ocean's Eleven, Out of Sight, Solaris, The Limey. Uh, The Bourne movies, The Bourne Identity, The Mm. Bourne Ultimatum, The Bourne... Specialism or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're all good. They all kind of blur into one. You can probably watch them all in one. Okay, uh, Hamlet. Any cast, any version. Every cast, every version. Why not? Except Hamlet in the bathtub. Um, <laughs> anything with Clive Owen in it, uh, particularly Croupier, because he should have been James Bond. <laughs> Talking of Bond, any Bond film, every Bond film, except Roger Moore. Oh. <laughs> Excluding Live and Let Die, which I do actually like. (laughs) Gross Point Blank, starring John Cusack, also serendipity, and he tends to lift any film. The Great Escape, Mm -hmm. Amelie, The Shawshank Redemption, Mm -hmm. the first Austin Powers movie, (laughs) which was quite good. Two Guilty Pleasures, Coneheads, and The Hitchhiker's Movie, the 2005 one, which I love particularly the music. Yeah. One other thing, Star Wars. (laughs) 
all of it. No. no. <laughs> Just a new hope. No sequels, no new FX, no tweaks. Ooh. Greedo did not shoot first. <laughs> he was premature. Okay, music. Uh, the Divine Comedy, all of it. R.E.M., Ben Folds and the Ben Folds Five, excluding his disturbing collaborations with William Shatner. <laughs> um, Murray Gold's Who music. I enjoy jazz music on its own. Gotta have a Sinatra best of for Sunday mornings. <laughs> it's not Sunday morning without Sinatra. Um, a bit of disposable pop music. I was having a think, and Billy Piper's best of? <laughs> Just to prove that because you've defined yourself as one thing in life doesn't mean you can go on and actually be quite good at something else. Okay, okay. A uh, bit of stand-up comedy, Harry Hill and Eddie Izzard, Dennis Leary for some very black moods, and some sitcoms, all of Coupling, all of Game On, all of Father Ted, and all of The Fast Show. <laughs> and then just a few books. Uh, well, audiobooks. One of these days I will get round to listening to more than two Big Finish. So <laughs> maybe Big Finish. And on the subject of books... I got about halfway through the past adventures and the EDAs and the new yeah. adventures, and so yeah, it'd be nice to finish those off if they were there. If not, don't worry. Uh, the Time Traveller's Wife, because I want to know what's happening with River Song and The Eleventh Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Moffat seems to be using that as his template. It'd be interesting to go forward. I really hope it doesn't end up the same way. Uh, Jude the Obscure, Zen and the Art of, the mo- of Motorcycle Maintenance, because I'm damned if it's going to beat me. I will read it again and understand <laughs> it this time. Uh, everything by Douglas Adams... Everything by William Shakespeare and the collective works. Say William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hit you with the microphone stand. <laughs> and of course, the collected works of Sir Terence Dix. Aha. Queen. <laughs> One other thing. Are we allowed a luxury item? Yeah. Yes. Go yeah. on. Uh, I'd like a very cheap sandwich toaster, a large quantity of processed cheese, and some baked beans. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like burning yourself on molten baked bean juice. What about bread? <laughs> yeah, that does help. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine it. Like, beans inside processed oh, cheese. Inside yeah. a <laughs> and a can opener. And I think that's me happy for the best part of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting selection of choices. That was yeah. Jean's escape pod. She's weird. Now, why would Jean yeah. want Sinatra on a Sunday morning? <laughs> Isn't that more of a bloke's kind of thing? I would have thought so, but... Oh, well. <laughs> that's life. As we know it. And now, the whole team will discuss that fascinating new show, True Blood. Well, the ones that have watched it, that is, because, you know, other people have lives and things to do, and, and they're quite busy and have places to go and, and things like that. Okay. I'll shut up now. Thank you. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. All right, who watched True Blood? I did. Me! I've seen a couple episodes. True what? Uh, that's my opinion. Okay, <laughs> me and Jean can't talk about this, so we'll just chuck in random insults and heckling. No change there, then, really. <laughs> right, well, it's a, a vampire show. Ooh. Yep. Mm. That has been done by HBO in the States. So mm. The ones based... who make the sauce? No, not those who make the sauce. That's HP. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Sopranos so, and... So, so basically... Rome. Rome, yeah. It 
has been described as Buffy the Vampire Killer. Buffy. <laughs> Buffy the Buffy. Vampire Killer with boobies. Oh, not so much boobies as bonking. I mean. Yeah, there's hot, sweaty, naked bodies writhing in front of the uh, screen to titillate your... Sorry. Sorry. I didn't see that much of that in the two episodes I saw. Well, I mean, yeah, and he's I'm got high death. <laughs> yeah, which, which ones have you been shown? Because I've... And a workable pause button. Well, they, which they... ones? Yeah, well, they originally, sh- they originally showed it on FX, <laughs> virtually no. uncut. Now they're showing it on Channel 4, trimmed. Oh, I'm watching the Channel 4 Yeah, the, the, the Channel mm, 4 yes. version is, how can we put it, delicately trimmed in certain places. Channel 4 have oh. taken the sex out. <laughs> No, that they, they haven't actually taken the sex out. They've sort of condensed it slightly. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they've made it quicker so the loop will yeah, look better? It's all, right. it's all done on high speed. Yeah, <laughs> with the funky music. My, that's a big wrench. Let me pull it out and show you. My photocopier is all broken. <laughs> uh, basically, the premise of True Blood is sometime in the very near future, a Japanese company is going to invent a synthetic blood compound, yeah, which is called True Blood, hence the uh, title. Ah, I missed the first couple, mm, so it's yeah. all new to me. <laughs> and so, for want of a better term, vampires have been coming out of the closet. Or out- oh, it's about time. <laughs> well, so it's about gay sub- vampires. Well, well, it's apparently quite a subtext to it in that regard, so I'm told. I didn't mm. pick up on it myself. <laughs> yeah. You're not well, picking up on a lot, are you? I'm not really. <laughs> been wearing those blinkers again. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just say vampires, they've gained a public face, so to speak. Yeah. They're in mainstream society, but they're not part of it. I mean, mm. especially where it comes to the setting in America's Deep South. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whereas uh, sort of black people were the pariahs. Now, it seems like white and black people have found a new... Well, Person to hate. Well, yeah. A common ground to hate. A new common ground, so it was somebody else to victimise. Yeah. I mean, sort of vampires, I wouldn't say they're shunned as such, but I mean, they have their own clubs, their own places where they meet. Their, yep, own pub. Yeah, their own pub. Yeah. And it's whenever a vampire walks into a bar, it used to be like a black man walking mm. into a, a white bar. The conversation stops mm. and everyone turns to stare. Yes. How do they know he's a vampire? Big pointy teeth given mm. away. Yeah. What if he's got his mouth shut? <laughs> Blood stains down the shirt. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no reflections in mirrors. Yeah. Mm. I'm cool. guessing they don't look like vampires in Buffy with the sort of grey no, looking. No, no they don't oh, actually. They look like proper they, vampires. Well, the teeth mm. seem to come down. Yeah, they, 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 they spring they, down. The teeth yeah. seem to be spring loaded. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not there all the time. It's only they don't vamp out with the eyebrows and things. No, the swing the just foreheads. Goes, mm. <laughs> that could be when they're uh, ready to go. When they're ready to go. Well, yeah. when they're yeah. when they're ready to go. And um, the two main characters is a young waitress called Suki. Mm-hmm. What a stupid name. Anna Paquin is it? Yeah. Anna Paquin. Yeah. Oh, she From was in X-Men. the X Men. Yeah. Rogue. Mm. 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 That's right. Well, wasn't she the girl in the piano? Ex- yes. yes. She was the young child. She was never holding his foot like his foot. His his hand about 30 centimetres off the ground. I was exaggerating, beloved. Exaggerating down. Yes, yes, uh, Suki, who's a a waitress, but she has a very particular talent. Uh, She's telepathic. Yes. But Mm. she is intrigued by this newcomer, Bill, who happens to be a vampire, because she... Bill. Bill the Vampire. Bill the vampire. He, yeah. He's from the Civil the War? American Civil War. American Civil War. He's about, 100, he's about 140 years yeah. old. Yeah. And uh, she's intrigued by him because basically sort of she cannot read his thoughts. Is that true of all vampires? She can't read any vampires? Uh, it's, it's one, yeah. 
Only yeah. well, can't read vampires. I'm just thinking how useful being telepathic would be if you're a waitress. Well, that's all that coming. I'll say, you ready? No, I'll, I'll just go and, and yeah, exactly. You just well, loiter. You just, and then thing, bring them what is, they wanted anyway. Thing is, she doesn't loiter. She gets in trouble for things she hears. Mm, yeah, you know, it's like uh, she she shouts at people who think that she's got a nice ass as she walks past. Mm-hmm. You know, she I hears mean, which is everything. Which is well, true. But she yeah. hears everything. It's such a babble and commotion in her head. I mean, she is relieved to sense nothing, nothing com- you know, coming from Bill. Dad, simply. Back to Babylon 5, the telepaths always have to try yeah. to block mm, people's it, thoughts. Yeah. yeah, and she can't. And basically, throughout the series, I mean, you find out a bit more about Bill's background, and um, you also find out there's a growing attraction between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, primarily because she finds him so intriguing because she cannot read him. I mean, one thing I will say about True Blood is not to be shown before the watershed. Oh, definitely. But, um, well, let's just say there's lots of sexual activity going on. And I think there's <laughs> Except in the one that El Presidente mm. watched. Channel 4. See, Channel yeah. 4. And there's a, a lot of blood I know it's a vampire show <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of um, violence mm-hmm. after reasons yeah for example uh, heroin at one point in time gets beaten up quite mm, literally yes. with baseball bats mm-hmm. and you got Ooh, yeah, yeah that's not nice exactly it's not, not very nice wouldn't have happened to Buffy no that wouldn't no so <laughs> Bill literally has to step in and save her with some of his own blood oh and incidentally one of the properties of uh, vampire blood is if it's taken in moderation it is a very strong aphrodisiac this is where the bonking comes that's, in mm. yeah. I saw this well, episode where the guy takes an entire vial of it. Yes, he takes an entire vial and um, <laughs> has trouble walks relaxing for the rest of the yeah. day. Let's say his manhood grows to extraordinary size. What do you mean? <laughs> he's, got a, well, he's got a permanent stiffy, all right? What's that, then? Why? You've never seen one before. Speak to him. No, explain it to me, please. <laughs> he gone pink. No. Chop you. <laughs> No, this is a family podcast. He is tumescent. <laughs> His member is somewhat engorged. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, we've all been reading Mills and Boone. <laughs> yes. Was it throbbing? <laughs> throbbing. Heaving member. Yeah. No, it's heaving breasts. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. Well, they're, they're, those are on there too. <laughs> yes, and um, some of the other characters. <laughs> um, there's... Laf- a guy called Lafayette. He's a chef in the... Uh, in What's the he name? Well, he's gay. Oh, he is the only gay black man in the South, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, he likes to live dangerously. Gay black man or gay black vampire? No, no black, gay black man. Black, black yeah, man. he's human. Yes. Okay. yes, and also there's a killer going around. That, the vampires. Yeah, that seems to be the main plot thread of the first season, is there is an unknown serial killer bumping off... Mm. Was it vampire victims? or um, People who people know vampires. Well, that's yeah. it, yeah. Mm. yeah. At this moment, it seems very sort or motiveless. I mean, it yeah. could be people who've been with vampires, or as they're known, fangbangers. Fangbangers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're what? Fangbangers. Fang okay. <laughs> Lord. No, but there's no bite marks. They've all been strangled. Mm. So probably not a vampire then. No. Or perhaps yeah. he's a vampire who is not willing to lower himself. Has it had? Is it on a second series now? I think. Are so. we in the states? Where are we? Um, is this in the states? In yes. the states, it's mm-hmm. on the second series. Mm. The, the problem I have with it. You, You've given the emphasis that Bill is a good vampire, a nice vampire. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason for him being a nice vampire. So I mean, 
been cursed with the soul. No, it hasn't angel. been cursed with the soul no. or anything like that. And the vampires from law, they're demons, nasty, they're mm. out for evil. These vampires I mean, are just different people. It just seems yeah. he's retained sort of some, you know, sort of some yeah. aspects of his, well, his former humanity. So. Yeah, mm. and it, there's no real reason for it. Mm. Perhaps they've just had bad PR. Maybe. Mm. It doesn't seem to be the kind of uh, supernatural side of it so much. No. Obviously, this uh, Suki is telepathic. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But other than that, the vampires don't appear to have it's, any particular... They move fast. Yeah. They move fast and, and they've, they've got, got strength. Yeah, super long strength, life, yeah. I take it. Mm. Yeah. 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 And apparently they're dead. I mean, they've got yeah. no heartbeat, yeah. no, no brain. Nothing like that. Really. Yeah. Well, but then how, that, how can they have viable blood if they're dead with no heartbeat? I don't, sure know. No, I don't know. I'm just reporting it on, you know... It's wrong. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any kind of demon. This no, there is no, there's no, no actual reason for them being vampires, except for the fact that mm. they've been bitten by another vampire yeah, and turned it into one. It does seem no. physical. Right? L- like like I said, the, the way they come across, there's just a different breed of people mm. rather yeah. than well, that's demonic, I mean, supernatural I s- thing. I think the setting is very pertinent, or being in America's deep south, I mean, sort of with the um, segregation yeah, that's gone on, I mean, in true blood it seems that um, vampires are the new minority, that that's mm. there to be persecuted. Yeah. And, uh, well, not so much shunned, but sort of treated as second-class they're, citizens. T- to to my, my intention, or the way I, I've drawn from it, they're just a very flimsy mm-hmm. excuse for yeah. a black man or a minority. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily need to be vampires, they could have been aliens, ghosts, or zombies. Yeah, they're just different from us. Mm. Yeah. So well, they're I mean, not pushing up the uh, supernatural, like Buffy. Did. No, no, no. There's no. That's they the haven't got a soul. No, 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 no. I think it's all true blood is an analogy. For, that's um, the word I was yeah, the racial, for. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for the uh, racial segregation that, yeah. Um, yeah. that went on in the uh, in the south of America. Yeah. I mean, it's like the film um, Alien Nation. Yeah. I was just yeah. about to say, mm, is, yeah. it, is it a bit like Alien Nation in the setup? Basically. Yeah. In a manner of speaking. Well, yeah. In a manner of speaking, I mean, because what were they called in Alien Nation? I mean, there's a generic term for them. Oh, outside. Yeah, something like that. Something, oh been a long time yeah in true blood you do get that impression that that vampires are sort of they're not quite sort of in the mainstream of society I mean they've been accepted but only grudgingly and they do feel uh, resentment for that mm. it's based on a series of books if I remember rightly mm. dead, it, yeah. dead by Dawn or Dead by Southern Dawn. Vampire Mysteries yes, by, uh, that's it. yes. Charlene Harris yes mm-hmm. I think that's Charlene Charlene yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so what side is it on and what time uh, the moment's mm, on channel, channel 4 yes on Wednesday nights Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, it used to be on FX channel, probably about nine o'clock at night, mm. ten. It does feel very HBO. Yes. yes. Mm. There is a certain something to HBO, like Sopranos, like Rome. Mm. Yeah. I've always found those programmes to be a little hard to get into. Once you do get into them, mm, they're really good. Mm. But there's so many characters. So it yeah. feels quite I slow moving, quite a long, drawn out story. For me, mm. it is hard to get into. And there's yeah. not a lot that besides the obvious two points... <laughs> keep, keep dragging me back. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't grabbed me yet. No, say it, but uh, but knowing past things like Sopranos and Rome, they didn't grab me at first either. But they mm. did eventually. Mm. No, I mean I, I very much enjoy it. Not because of the bonking and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I think that's mm. it. So, yeah, so thumbs up for a uh, oh, yeah, for a true blood. Some wavering, mm-hmm. wavering no, myself. Thumbs up said, there's, there's nothing there that's grabbed me. Mm. Yeah, I'm on the fence still. What, what do you think, you? fake Keith? Should we try it? I think we might. We'll give it a go. Mm. One episode. One episode. Yeah. Okay. I think I think you'll get into it in one episode. Mm. Particularly if you come in halfway through as I did. You don't know what the heck's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe two episodes then. Yeah. Maybe the box set. Mm. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Buy it for me for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody else's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you've done to me, but. 
Some of you have been writing to us again. You lovely people. Yes, you're wonderful. Thank you. Who have we heard from, El Presidente? Don't know, I haven't got a printout. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not very prepared. Forward. Tell you what, Jean, read us a letter. We have heard from Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Hello says, Jonathan. Hello, staggering stories team and head of Pertway. May your reign last pleasant. <laughs> Hello. I just want to say great work. I don't know about anyone else, but the Dalek invasion of Earth is the best episode of Doctor Who ever. Mm. The trial of Adric was rigged, <laughs> but he was awfully annoying in Legopolis. Wasn't he just? <laughs> Keep up the wonderful work. All hell, El Presidenta, Jonathan. Thank, Thank you, Jonathan. You. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, right, we have one here from Misha. I think I've pronounced Misha. that right. Misha. Uh, hello, team. Hello. Just had a go at the staggering chocolate brownies recipe for oh, the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure I've got it totally right, since mine was sort of cakey at the bottom, but still very yummy. Mm. That's all for now. I can't think of anything more coherent to say. Cider is consumed. Of course, it must be consumed. <laughs> and too much chocolate by the sound oh, of it. Oh, it's a great combination, cider and chocolate. I keep meaning to make those myself. Yeah, oh, my snap. kitchen's been a bit out of order we're, with we're, boxes. We're going to make gonna, them for Christmas. We're going to so, make them for yeah. the Christmas podcast and bring some in. Ah, good idea. Yeah. Uh, love to you all. Misha. Possibly suffering from salmonella. Oh, <laughs> That's Naya's fault, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't blame us. Uh, no. <laughs> I blame the cider. Yeah. Oh, we've got one here from Jin. Oh, Mr Hello, Jin. Jin. Mm? Hello, Jin. Hi, gang. Jin here. Remember me? I'm the pompous O from the Ministry, who yep. featured in the Claws of Axos drinking game. We know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about my letter of complaints on the last show. It was supposed to be a loosely based skit on the last bit of the Dead Parrot sketch, but it came across like a genuine complaint. <laughs> Which brings me to the point of my letter. I actually do wish to make a complaint this week. Oh, Ooh. oh dear. There is far too little Tony Galichon on the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, there's not. He wanted out. He's gone. <laughs> I mean, to say up to 22 you lot couldn't get a word in edgewise that's true and, the, and then what happened no Tony I'm pleased to say he seems to be making a comeback recently so I'm prepared to let it lie <laughs> yes I will let it lie here are my terms you will say hi to the head of <laughs> Wurzel Gummidge I mean Pertwee and praise be to the Colin Baker and his cursed mashed potato oh infidel <laughs> and never forget McFadden and his wizened world weary words Team, you've all done very well. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think I detect Tony's handiwork in this uh, <laughs> in this letter. <laughs> I'm not sure you can ever have too little Tony Gallashaw. Oh, yes, you can, believe me. <laughs> no, you can never have too little. <laughs> Tony, it's not true. We all love you. <laughs> anyway, he's not Tony Gallishon anymore. He's the flashing thingy, isn't he? The flashing thingy? <laughs> flashing. I thought he had the holes in his trousers sewn up. Mm. He bought a new pair. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have one here from Wynn. Hello, Hello Wynn. Wynn. He says, Dear team, you've all done very well. Ooh. Shucks, guys, did you miss me? Yes. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'd like to say I didn't provide feedback for the last podcast because of real life, but unfortunately I just had a senior moment. I thought <laughs> I sent off some feedback, but obviously didn't. Check my mailbox and, yup, no mail sent to Staggering Stories. Oh, well. 
Time's war of attrition against my brain takes another turn for the worse. <laughs> Happens to us all. Many thanks to Robert for the salvo fired on my behalf. When I can gather enough energy, I'll unscramble the subliminal message. <laughs> oh, and Robert, I didn't shout at you. I never shout at fellow feedbackers. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down. I too would provide audio feedback if I could work out a way of recording my voice without sounding like I was recording it from the wrong end of a WC. <laughs> <laughs> With regards to interrupter, Galishan's feedback... Well, what can I say? He's a confused individual. We know. Who seems to be living in one continuous senior moment. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> Since Tony couldn't tell whether Wynne was a boy or girl's name, he decided early on that I was a girl. For listener balance, I assume. Whilst I ordinarily allow the aged and infirm some leeway in these moments of confusion, <laughs> I'm afraid I cannot let this one pass. And therefore I have elected myself to the role of his nemesis on the Flashing Blade podcast. I've explained to him that even though Donuts and Seb from DWO are high up on his list... They don't email. I do. Frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's lovely, though, isn't she? Oh, yes. With regards to the Sarah Jane adventures, I'm afraid I've always been a sucker for possessed Sarah Jane. <laughs> <laughs> but when that lizard tongue popped out... Ouch! The following has been filtered for content by the all-new McFadden Smutomatic email filter. <laughs> blah, blah, leather outfit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Reaper barn, flashback, blah, blah, blah. Amsterdam, window, blah, blah. Came away in my hand, blah, blah, blah. Special A&E, embarrassing injury unit, blah, blah. Sketchley's reward car, which is a bonus, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> A flask of liquid nitrogen was required. <laughs> Not bad for a kid okay. show. In a similar vein, I've decided to rename Jean. I think we have to. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you. She used to be Wynne's muse, but now, after the last podcast revelation, I will from now on refer to her as Auntie Jean. What was last podcast hope... revelation? <laughs> oh, I can't remember, dearie. <laughs> oh, no. In a desperate hope that, um, uh, yes, children might be listening. <laughs> Somehow I think that Auntie Fake Keith <laughs> doesn't have ring the, the same, same does it? No. <laughs> That's a bit of a mouthful, really, isn't it? Pardon? Apologies to real Keith, as usual. <laughs> Might have to do something to stop the cheesy lovey-dovey stuff. <laughs> For Bod's sake, think of the children. Bod be with you as always. Win. Thank you, Win. Thank you, Win. And now, for all you wonderful, wonderful, happy people out there, and Win, yes, welcome back. We did miss you. Subliminal messages. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And now, dear listeners, that, unfortunately, brings us to the end of another podcast. But never fear, there'll be more of the same in the next one. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. What's the mask? Oh, yes, yes, yes. 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 Mm -hmm. So, until the next time, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Pray speak softly. Every word you speak is exquisite agony to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a very odd boy. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 58, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, not Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is our Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net.
Okay, introduction. Right, imagine right the Joe Ninety theme. He's like ding 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 ding. He's like ding ding ding. Yep. Right, Gene, would you like to read this one? Call by me, Governor Strike Alive. I've got some news for you. I thought you'd no no no. Let's not let's not have the Dick Van Dyke impression. Call by me, Mary Okay. That's it. That's the, thing. That's the thing. I want to go into America. I want to go into a diner and order toast, and then they bring it to me on toasted on both sides. Send it back. No, that's not toast. I want it done on one side. <laughs> He's an Englishman in New York. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> didn't Babylon Five take a, a few themes from Charles said Charles says Charles Childhood's End? Are you working those full teeth in for horse? I am. <laughs> okay. Friendly horse. <laughs> Childhood. <laughs> Childhood's end. Shall we put it on flashcards for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One syllable the, at a time. Is that Adam in the, the crisis book. chair? I read it off the book. <laughs> now it's a k- kicking k, a c. K- 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 ch- with a huh is a child. Ch- well done! <laughs> End. End. <laughs> duh, duh, well done, you, you got there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you Sorry, saying? Sorry, you were saying, yeah. <laughs> And now, the whole team will discuss that fascinating new show, I've forgotten it's there. <laughs> <laughs> True Blood. True Blood? Mm. Oh. <laughs> no, I was going to say something that will change my mind. <laughs> we'll edit that out, hopefully. What the? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on the best of fate of real Keith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now, dear listeners, that unfortunately brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. But never fear, there'll be more of the same in the next one. Fear. Leave <laughs> <Believe> it. <laughs> The views expressed here, though the speaker, and don't necessarily represent it. Oh, <laughs> I can't speak. Help me speak. The views expressed here, though the speaker, and don't necessarily represent no yours. Oh. The views expressed here, though the sp- the views expressed. <laughs> I can't. I've never. Had you just used the word stiffy. <laughs> 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 Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>